Good morning. Hey, it is a beautiful day. Today is really nice outside. It's a Monday. It's just after 10 o'clock, and we are going to be talking to Blake Hawkins with Freedom Hawk. Freedom Hawk has been on KHEA Radio uh, before, and I'm going to be finding out what he has been up to, what Blake and his team have been up to with everything that's going on in the world. I'm going to kick us on the FM, and we're going to have some fun this morning. If you're watching on social media, thank you so much. Hit the share button. Let me know how you're doing today. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. My name is Gardy, and I'm going to have a guest here during this 10 o'clock hour. I'm going to have Mr. Blake Hawkins with Freedom Hawk. We are going to be learning what business has looked like for Freedom Hawk during this time of shutdown, quarantine. I know that businesses are, are being allowed to open and, and operate um, you know, in a, in a way that they weren't, to, <laughs> they weren't allowed to a couple days ago. So I'm going to get Blake introduced and find out how he's doing today. What's up, Blake? How you doing, man? What's up, Guardy? Man, it's a pleasure to be here, sir. I'm, I'm excited. Normally, you know, we're in the studio together, so obviously it's a, under different circumstances, but it's all good. Where are you coming, where are you coming from today? Where are you at? I'm, I'm at my office, man. So I'm over here by the Galleria, um, and I'm in my, my, my tiny little office, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm here streaming with you live, man. I'm, I'm ready. Cool, cool. So I think we, we are discussing a little bit you know, how long has it been since things kind of started changing due to, you know, the they call, they call it a global pandemic. I don't even really know what that means, but like COVID-19, yeah. what has business looked like for you during these past two months? Man, you know, it hasn't with, you know, obviously with real estate, uh, with, 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 with what I do, um, we haven't seen a massive uh, dip. Um, you know, we've actually done we've done quite a bit of business now. I will say dealing with um, there's been a few uh, logistics aspects of the business that have, have obviously had to change as far as meeting with sellers, uh, you know, closing at the title companies, things like that. But other than that, man, our business has, has been has been rolling. Um, I will say that, you know, the the because of the, the virus and everything, dealing with some of the sellers, there's been a little bit of a, a fear and, and a little bit of um just maybe i don't know people maybe a little bit more procrastination on, on doing some deals just because the sellers are a little bit uncertain about what's going on mm -hmm. uh so those are those have been some of the challenges that we've been facing and and you know we've done pretty well overcoming those um but it's mainly just been on on the personal level just you know sellers are they're uncertain you know they don't know what's going on there's all this corona stuff going on all of a sudden they're you know they're trying to sell a property um, so just overcoming that hurdle has been probably our biggest, our biggest thing for us with the whole, uh, COVID-19, uh, frenzy. Yeah. So whenever it comes to, to real estate, I, you know, I don't know much about it, but it just goes up and down. It's like, oh, it's a good time for buyers. It's a good time to, for sellers. What's yeah. happening right now? Um, so right now, like I said, we haven't seen much of a change because what I do on the investment side is, is it's pretty much year round. Um, you know, we are we are targeting a a, a market um, that it's it's off market properties, and so these are very situational um, scenarios. The reason why people sell, we often deal with a lot of uh, retired landlords, people that have rental properties that they they you know it's it's you know they've had the properties for twenty years, and it's time to you know to liquidate and move on, and so we're we're an easy option for them to do that. So these are all very situational. Uh, you know, uh, things that we deal with, with off market property. So for us, it's pretty consistent. Now I will say that 
unfortunately, due to some of the of the of the financial stress that has happened for a lot of people, um, I do feel like in the next probably sixty to ninety days we'll see an increase uh, in sellers, mm-hmm. just because you know will be a viable option for them, uh, you know, financially, right? So people that aren't able to, to make their payments, uh, you know, going into foreclosure and things like that, we're going to be a, a legitimate option to help these people out because, you know, there's a little bit of a time lag between financial distress and, you know, actually feeling those those effects. And so we haven't seen much of a difference now, but, but I, I feel like in the next 60 or 90 days, um, there probably will be an increase in in in, uh, in sellers. Yeah, you know the government was sending out checks to help people. You know, some some relief if you're married, you got it doubled, and then if you have kids, there's a little bit more. And I know people were able to use those for necessities. And one of the necessities right. that you have to have is somewhere to live. Um, and so I remember whenever they were talking about essential jobs, I didn't really like the, the title of that because yeah. it made it made some people. To me, I hear that. And I was like, that means some people are unessential. Like, come on, yeah. like everybody's essential to somebody, yeah. to something, 100%, right? Especially to the economy, 100%. Yeah. And so real estate was deemed, you know, an essential job because people still need to um, have somewhere to live, sell, buy, right? Right. Um, how did that, I guess, how did that, that go? Was that, because there was a, a time of uncertainty where you didn't know, like, are we still going to be able to work? Um, yeah. You know, and then you got the news, okay, we're allowed to go. Like construction and everything else is still moving. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it really, for me, it, you know, on an in-house basis, uh, it was more just with my team. I mean, you know, how are we going to do this? You know, as I have, you know, I have three uh, acquisition people, um, you know, two of them have kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, you know, there's, you know, with the kids being home from school, there's, there's some, uh, some things there that, you know, that have to be done differently than what we normally do. We normally come, we all come to the office, it's going to be all of us in the office. We're banging out calls. We're, we're making appointments. We're doing the whole thing. Uh, but obviously with, uh, with, with two of my, with two of my salespeople, they both have children. Now, one of them, his wife stays home, uh, full time. So he was a, he's still able to come to the office, but the, but my other uh, sales guy, Brandon, uh, he, you know, he has to work remotely from home. So just making those adjustments and staying connected as a team has been, uh, one of the most important aspects for us. Um, just because you know, you know, kids ain't going back to school for <laughs> I don't think maybe ever. Happen, you know? We don't know. And never. They're they're, they're nobody in school forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to my yeah. wife. We're talking to someone. I was like, some little kid's prayer got answered. You know, there's some kids out there to like, oh, I pray I we know. don't have to go back to school, and then it's like it worked. <laughs> it but you worked. know what? I, I I bet you these kids now are like, man, I want I want to go back to school. Man. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of being with mom and dad all day. No joke. <laughs> my son told me last week he was like, man, I'm he he was like praying, and he was like, why didn't my prayer work? I prayed that you know coronavirus to go away everything will be back to normal and i said you know i think it is working you know look at i mean he doesn't know i'm not gonna tell him, look at the numbers look at everything yeah, you know yeah, we yeah, all have yeah. to do our part and and, and yeah. everything else but i was like well keep praying and just keep doing you know what what we know the best we can and that's all we can that's do it. that's all we can do man, hey 100%. you mentioned you know brandon working from home and he's been in studio before but yeah i'm friends with him on facebook and i noticed he's getting a lot of you know even before this he was getting a lot of tattoo work done and there's like a yeah. whole 90s sleeve cartoons and ninja turtles is he open to suggestions for that he is open for suggestions um (laughs) i've I've given him a few and he's definitely open for suggestions you might if you have a tattoo idea for brandon (laughs) if it's 90s theme hit him up uh he will get it he will get it inked up man yeah he's uh 
it's looking good, man. He has the whole thing going on right now. I think he started with one, and now it's it's starting to fill up completely. So, uh, yeah, man, you should you, you know the '90s, man. That's where it was at. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. If you have any ideas, definitely reach out to him, man. He'll definitely uh, he's definitely open to it. Yeah, my favorite on there has to be the Raphael, like the Ninja Turtle. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's Raphael. That's my favorite on there. But he has Fresh Prince, you know, yep. some Rugrats stuff yep. going on. Yeah. Man, what well, else is bro, on there? There was Full House. Remember Full House? Full yes. House, step by step. Uh, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> uh, Family Matters. TGIF. Hey. He just needs the whole like TGIF. Dude, the TGIF. And then you're good I'll to tell go. You, man, no, I, 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 I reminisce, man. That, that was like, I love that. I love TGIF, man. That, that was like my, one of my favorite parts of the week as a kid. It was so awesome. Yeah. You know, part of, of quarantine and these families being forced to, to stay home and people working from home, um, it almost bring to me, it, you know, it's just like that family time that we used to have when I was a kid, but with cell phones, the technology added a little bit more. Yeah. But I have found, even if I'm trying to work from home or I have my my phone and, and something else, like even my daughter, I have a three-year-old daughter coming up and be like, daddy, put your phone down. And I'm like, oh man, I do yeah. need to put my phone down. You know, I'm trying to get some work done, but uh, during this time, taking advantage of, of, of having the opportunity to spend more time with my family. And that's one thing that I hope to keep after um, we get through all of this, you know, where we can find out what, what life looks like after this, um, you know, yeah. try and, and keep that, that special time with, with my family, making, being strategic about it, I guess. No, a hundred percent, man. I, I think, um, I think this has been a, an opportunity for all of us just to kind of have those moments where we can be a little bit more present, you know, and, and, and kind of value uh, our relationships and our friendships and our family a lot more, you know, because we're in a sense, we were kind of forced to, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think, I think it's going to end up being a positive man for everybody. I really do. I know, I know right now it's, it's still kind of a, kind of a crazy situation, but I think when it's all said and done, uh, this will end up being a blessing in disguise and, 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 and then hopefully, you know, they'll be able to get the, uh, the, the health aspect of the Corona stuff figured out that way, you know, there, it, it stops, you know, the spread of all that. But as far as the, the family stuff, I think that's going to end up being a blessing for a lot of people. We should have been doctors. We would have had this, had this figured oh, out. Oh, right? man. Dude, oh, my. Dude, I, I do not envy those guys. I have no more respect for, for the healthcare. I mean, man, right. those guys, man, that's a tough job. And uh, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not there because uh, I, I would not be able to figure out any of that stuff. Yeah. Well, I see how hard you work normally whenever there's not a potential crisis on hand. Yeah. And then I imagine, I'm like, imagine if Blake was on the case and he knew he was like our, our man, you know? Whenever yeah, some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when uncertainty like this pops up, does this motivate you to work harder? Uh, it, it does, man. But but you know this this is um, yeah. I've had a lot of introspective time myself, man. And 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 for me, I've I've kind of really have done you know a little bit of uh, some self reflection and, and and finding more balance in life, right? You know, and and uh, just realizing that you know you can there there can be a balance, you know, and um, you know, obviously it's like, you're on the go, go, go. And you're, you're kind of into, in that routine. And, and, uh, you know, I've, I've still been working and, and still been productive, but, um, this has given me an opportunity to kind of realize, you know what, I need more, a little bit more balance in my life. And so I've been kind of working on having more balance, you know, having a little bit more of a work-life balance. And, and to be honest with you, man, I feel like it's actually helping my productivity even more because when I am, you know, locked in and dialed in. I feel like I'm more productive because uh, I'm not as I'm not as tired and burnt out. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, this has been this has been a, a huge thing for me too. Just just finding 
that time, you know, of, of, of you know, self-reflection where it's like, you know what, you know, I, I need more balance in my life, you know, you know, making sure that I'm, I'm connecting with my relationships and my friendships and my family and, and, um, you know, just taking care of myself, you know? Yeah. So right now it is 1025, 1026. This is KHEA Radio.com, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. My name is Gardy. I'm talking to Blake Hawkins with Freedom Hawk. So if this is somebody's first time to to hear a Freedom Hawk, Blake, let them know what you do and who you make relationships with. Absolutely, man. So we're in the, we're in the real estate business. We're, uh, we have a real estate investment firm here in Houston. And what we, what we do is we acquire off-market properties and uh, we sell these properties to uh, other, you know, families or investors, mainly investors. Um, and we help people get out of a situation, right? So, uh, so off market means a property that is not listed with uh, a realtor on the MLS. So this is a property that, um, you know, is not necessarily for sale, but, but the, the seller wants to sell. And we help those people move their properties and we connect those properties to other investors and we get the deal done, man. And we all, we, we all win. It's a, it's a win all the way around. So that, that's, that's what we do on the real estate side. It seems like it would be tricky because if, if something's not for sale, you know, I guess you have a very specific person and you're trying to help them get out of a situation, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. How do you find those? How do you find those people and those, those deals and, 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 uh, and then I guess create a relationship with them? Yeah, that's a good question. So we, what we do is, we have a, I have a call center in the Philippines um, and they're like family to me, man. They've been with me for a while now. We, you know, we talk every day and we have a meeting today at, at 1130 and these guys, what we do is we pull a bunch of data. Um, the data is basically targeted towards um, absentee owners. So these are, these are people that own properties uh, that they do not live at. So what does that mean? That means that they're probably a landlord. Okay. And, and we target high equity. So high equity means someone that, that basically has owned the property for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years plus, Mm -hmm. we're not going to, we're not going to reach out to someone that just bought a property, right? Like we're not going to do that. It doesn't make any sense. So we reach out to people that have owned properties for 10 to 15 years plus, um, absentee, um, you know, owners. We also target a list called no data. No data is basically, a situation to where there's a lot of probate issues. So an inherited property that has, it's a little messy. There's a bunch of people involved. Uh, there wasn't, um, it, it didn't get a, a anything finalized at the court with, with inherited property. So we target those. We can help people uh, in, in those situations, which there's a lot of those. And um, we, we did a deal recently where we actually, it was, the guy was living in his father's house. His father passed away, you know, 10 plus years. He was living in his house and he could never sell the house. And he tried to sell the house before, but there was title issues. Mm-hmm. And so what we did is we, we, you know, we obviously did the deal with the guy. I got with my probate attorney. He knew his father was, uh, was married, but we didn't know who he was married to. Cause this was in the sixties. And she looked up the marriage. We got the marriage uh, in you know, Harris County. We got all the information. We sent the information over to title company. Title company cleared up title and we got the deal done. Wow. So, yeah. And so it's things like that, that, that are a little bit unorthodox, um, a little bit outside the, the normal, the normal realm of traditional real estate. We help those people in those situations. And obviously, like I said, for us, it's a win because we, you know, we, we, we create income and revenue from that, from moving that property. But then obviously for the seller, you know, we're helping them uh, be able to, to, to liquidate and cash out with a property that, that was maybe causing them a little bit of uh, some problems. Yeah, it's good to have options. 
Yeah, it's definitely yeah. good to have options. Hey, there was a there was a story, and I, I'm I fo- I'm friends with you on Facebook, and I love following, and I, I always get like motivation, or I just see some of the posts that you that you put out there, and it's good stuff, right? So there yeah. was one a story about um, you contacting someone about a house, and she was <laughs> and she was like, I was, but anyway, I just remember my comment I was like, man, you could have yeah. had a date, and you could have got a deal done, <laughs> a two for one. Yeah. What was up with yeah. that one? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's you know, in, in that situation, uh, <laughs> you know, we get we get some of that. Um, you know, it, it, it sometimes we're reaching out to people, and, and you know, they're like, I, you know, why are you reaching out to me? Things like that. So yeah, she, uh, we actually end up talking to her. She's not interested at the moment to actually do anything, uh, which is completely fine. But, but that's in the back yeah. of her head too. Now she knows hey, she hey, has an option. It, it, it's an option, exactly. And the thing about this real estate business, a lot of it's timing. So it, it's you know. I tell my guys, look, you talk to someone today, it, it, you, you, you may not do the deal today, right? And that's normal. It, this is a timing situation. So when people um, get to that point to where they're ready to do something, if, if we stay diligent with, you know, being professional and staying in front of them, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to do the deal with us because we've been there the whole time. And so I just, you know, it, it's a, it's a process, it's timing. There are times that we talk to somebody in the same day, we do the deal that does happen. Uh, but mainly it's, it's, you know, it's timing, right? But we, our job is to let them know that there is an option that we're a viable option. And, uh, you know, and if we can make it work out for all parties, we can, we can get it done for everybody. Mm-hmm. You, you'd mentioned having the, the call center in the Philippines. How have they been doing over there? You know, have they been saying like the same thing? Have they been kind of like locked down or not able to yeah. work as much as, as they would like or what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. It's locked down over there too, man. And, and, uh, you know, with the Philippines, uh, obviously they don't have, you know, the, the, the healthcare system, you know, like us. Right. So they got to be even more precautious. And so they've been very, uh, you know, it's very serious over there with, with everything. So a lot of my guys, uh, they all work from home anyways. So it it works out okay for them. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's been a few situations like, you know, just them going to the bank and things like that. Like it's, it's, it's really, um, it could be a little bit difficult because yeah, they're, they're on lockdown over there too, man. And I, I don't, from what I know, and I could be wrong, I, they're a little bit more strict. Like you can't just walk, you know, go out of your house and walk around, you know, Houston, man, we have lockdown and people are out, everybody's at the park, you know? <laughs> yeah. Did you, you know see the mean? videos from Galveston and the beach, which they opened the beaches, uh, I guess this past weekend, but did you see any yeah. of that footage of, of Galveston beach? It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So that, that that's that's Houston. That's, that's Texas in general for you, though, man. We don't we don't follow the rules. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it, in my head, I'm like, well, maybe they should have just never shut it down, so that way people wouldn't feel like they have to go because it was right. It was like a holiday or like a big thing out there, and yeah. it was. Pa- and I don't know because I didn't see it with my own eyes, but I just saw you know camera shots, and it's like that looks like a lot of people, but they're in cars. <laughs> I don't know how this stuff works. It was just a lot yeah. of folks out there. Yeah, man, absolutely. And then I even saw one of someone post on social media complaining how everybody was out there just saying like, man, they're not taking this serious. I'm like, you were out there too. Like you came from, <laughs> like you lived yeah. on, on the Houston. And then you're kind of like <laughs> almost scolding these other people. Like, Whatever. I guess everybody has to yeah. make their own choices. What's yeah. best for them and their family and friends. Yeah. Hey, something, something not real yeah. estate related. Um, have you been watching – um, the the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls documentary. Have you seen any oh of those episodes? God. So last night, um, I, I I got I got in late. I was I was with a buddy. Uh, I'm going off on a tangent, so I haven't been able to lift, work out right because the gym has been 
uh, closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but my buddy has a, has a home gym. So I went over to his house last night and got a workout in it. It was phenomenal, man. But, uh, yes, yeah, so I got in late last night and uh, I, I was catching like the last like 20 minutes of, of the current episode. So I got to go back and watch it, but I've watched all the other ones and, uh, dude, I'm going to tell you, man, I'm not a big TV guy, but I love this show, dude. I'm like hooked. I'm yeah. Hooked on it. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, we lived through that. I mean, there's people that are, yeah. that are younger that they won't understand. And this has been a good informational thing, I guess, but those Michael Jordan championship teams with the, with the bulls and Rodman, Scotty Pippen. And then, you know, the first three people. So I watched the Dennis Rodman episode and I still need to catch up from there. So I think it's Phil Jackson next. And then last night, um, I, from what I understand is a Kobe Bryant um, episode and I'm not sure what the other one is, but man, it's been a, it's been really cool to, to, to watch and, and Dude, see these things. It's, yeah. It's been awesome, man. And, and like, for me, I guess I, I think most of us, we didn't realize that, you know, the, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I'm a Houston guy. I love the Rockets, but you know, Jordan left for, I think an 18 to 20, almost 18 to 20 month period. Mm-hmm. And when he left, the Rockets won two titles. <laughs> Well deserved. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well deserved. Absolutely, man. And but I, I think about it, I'm like, you know, if Jordan would have stayed and he would not have left for baseball, they could have potentially won eight straight titles. Potentially, yeah. Right? That's true. Yeah. Potentially won eight straight titles. And then if 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 Kraus, the GM, wasn't trying to break up the team, do what they could have won ten. Yeah. Whenever you know I mean? Yeah. When I was a kid, I didn't understand that. I was like, why does this have to be the last year? And so I, I was watching this with my mouth like in wide open. My wife's like, what are you doing? But I'm trying to be quiet because it's late and my kids are going to sleep and, and all this stuff. And I was like, I never understood that as a kid. I'm like, why? But why? Yeah. And he, he and thought. It, 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 yeah. And honestly, man, like from what I could tell from watching the show, it, it had nothing to do really with basketball. It was just all this. I, I don't know, man. It was business. It was personal. It was yeah. I, it was all kind of crazy stuff. And it, it's kind of sad, man, because I'm like. That could like obviously they're a phenomenal dynasty, but man, what what it could have been, you know, it, it's you know, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. But it's a really cool show, man. And, and I'm a I'm an MJ guy. I've always been an MJ guy. That's my dude. Like to me, he's the greatest athlete of all time. Um, you know, and 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 you know, just kind of seeing the behind the scenes even more, like his mindset. He was such a monster, man. Like he just mentally was always locked in and dialed in. And, uh, you know, basketball to him was just, it wasn't just basketball. It was, it was like, uh, you know, it was his life, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I just, I admire that. And, and, uh, so yeah, man, MJ, MJ is, uh, he's, he's awesome, man. Yeah. And nobody was going to outwork him. You know, Kobe Bryant had that same mentality. Like nobody's going to outwork me, you know, I'm going to yep, come back yep. and, and be the best. So, Absolutely. Hey, hey, is there anything else you'd like to share today? Man, I just, you know, not really, man. I, I, I just, I'm looking forward to everybody getting back to, getting back to business, getting back to life. Um, you know, for me as a, as a small business owner and entrepreneur, like, um, you know, besides obviously the health situation going on, uh, my main concern was, you know, uh, all my fellow small business owners financially, you know? And, uh, so, you know, I, I just, I, I hope and, and my prayers grow out to all the, you know, small restaurants and business owners and, and all the guys, because that's what keeps our economy alive is small business. That's what this country is built on. And um, I'm just excited to see all these guys get back to work, get back to business, get the economy back flowing, get everybody, you know, uh, kind of back in, in motion. And so I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to see that, man. And I appreciate you having me on the show today. Of course. Of course. Hey, uh, have a good one. All right. 
All right, brother. Appreciate it, Gordy. This is KTA Radio 99.5 FM.